This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. On February 6, 1840, an important document was signed at Waitangi, known as Te Tiriti o Waitangi. This document was a covenant between the many hapu of Aotearoa and the British Crown. It acknowledged the ongoing authority of hapu to govern themselves, tino rangatiratanga, and created a new form of governance, kawanatanga, that granted the Crown the right to govern non-Māori. Te Tiriti provides a framework for peaceful coexistence in a rapidly changing world. The story that had led up to this day was one of intrepid journeys, violence, drama and possibility. While there were instances of respectful cultural exchange and friendship, the assumption of superiority by European colonisers led to actions that created misunderstandings and mamai hurt that, for many, continue to this day. These episodes played out featuring a diverse cast of characters whose actions shaped our present day and will continue to reverberate into our future. By the late 1820s, Māori had established very successful export trade with Australia. In 1830, the Napui-owned trading ship, Sir George Murray, with chiefs and part owners Patuone and Taonui on board, was confiscated at Port Jackson, Sydney for not flying an identifying flag. The problem was that international law required that all ships fly the flag of their country of origin. Because this ship had been built in Hokianga, the British flag could not be used as New Zealand was not a colony and New Zealand did not have a flag of its own. As far as the Admiralty was concerned, it was entitled to confiscate any ships and their cargoes that did not fly a recognised flag. The Northern Rangatira, assisted by missionary Henry Williams and British resident James Busby, began working with officials to select an appropriate flag. Eventually, three designs were sent to Sydney where they were sewn up and returned. On the 20th of March, 1834, 25 chiefs met at Waitangi to choose which one would fly on their ships. This day became known as the Day of the Flags, and the event was attended by a huge crowd, including the chiefs and their hapu, missionaries, settlers, traders, and some visiting British and American sea captains of various ships that were in the harbour at the time. The three flags were displayed on short poles and voted upon. The vote came out at 12, 10, 3, with the winning design being a white background with a red St George's cross, and in the upper left-hand corner, a blue field with a red cross and four white stars. The winner was hoisted along with the British flag and honoured with a haka, 21-gun salute and cheering crowd. From that day, all New Zealand-built ships would fly the flag and carry a certificate of registration to the independent tribes of New Zealand. King William IV agreed to the flag, and a drawing of it was circulated through Admiralty with instructions that it be recognised as New Zealand's flag. This was recognition that Aotearoa was a trading nation and its ships 
now had the freedom to travel the oceans and waters of other nations under the protection of the Admiralty through British Royal Proclamation. The new flag unified many Māori hapu as they agreed to share one flag for their international trading enterprises. It recognised Māori mana alongside that of other nations of the world and further established international identity. This flag, known as the Flag of the Independent Chiefs of New Zealand, still flies at Waitangi. <laughs>